Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Great to have you with us, 888-900-3393. Also, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Another full day. I mean, we're just jam-packed, full of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what happens when the world is burning right before your eyes. Well, that's not very optimistic, Keith. Was it accurate? Yes, but it's not very optimistic. Oh, I'm not <laughs> optimistic. Where, did you have that impression? No. No, okay. I did not. No, I sure All didn't. All right. Good. So, good. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, here's a place in Europe where your vaccination status mm. is being checked. Mm. Um, oh, this is Europe, though, right? Yeah, it's Europe. Okay, what do we got here? Let's just see. Look at the police just standing over the tables. Wow. Oh, just randomly going into a restaurant yeah. and checking people's vaccination status. Okay. I don't care for that. All right. Uh, hey, uh, officers, why don't you beat it? Okay. Mm. I mean. But that you know, would never come here, right? No, that's that's right. <clears throat> that's the thing. You know, Europe, they're way down the road from us. Right, they're gone. Yeah, we don't have to worry about that. Nope, not at all. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, please. There's Yes, there are some mandates. Uh, yes, there are uh, businesses that will force you to have a, a vaccination card before you come in, but they're certainly not police checking, right? Hmm? Right? Hmm? Mayor de Blasio says he might require people to get uh, COVID-19 booster shots oh. if they want to attend concerts, restaurants, and similar indoor venues. Right. So it's not bad enough that they're you know, uh, uh, restricting your entry already right. in New York City. But no, right. now they, they keep uh, uh, pulling that carrot and that stick, just keep on dragging it down the road for you. I think it's a fair question that we're going to analyze now. With all of our approaches to COVID, we're going to update them because we're dealing with some new challenges at the moment. Yeah. The stupid Omicron thing, Mm -hmm. that's what he's talking about. The Omicron, Omicron variant that's coming here that has incredible similarity to the common cold. (sighs) Do we really have to panic over this? Yes. Do we? Yes, the government says yes, so you must. All right. They got to get you to panic so that they can institute even more control. They have to have an excuse to continue the requirements. If you want to, quote, be free, then you've got to submit to this. And the only way we can get you to do that is we scare the crap out of you first. Mm -hmm. Such a new mandate could include a second dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. Uh, currently, the city requires proof of just a single mm-hmm. shot to enter certain indoor businesses. Nah, that'll move. I mean, that'll go to two and then three. Uh, it's it, you know, it's coming. They're gonna they're gonna be checking us. In fact, haven't there there have been checks in this country with police officers? Where yeah, where was that? Well, was that New York? Oh yeah, New York City. I mean, <clears throat> they've already got the requirement uh, mm-hmm. that you must be vaccinated to enter the businesses and stuff. Unfortunately, a lot of police officers and sheriff's departments are saying, "No, we're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. We're not going to do that." Um, and thank you for that. Uh, for those who are, you know, abiding by the U.S. Constitution. What's that? Yeah, it's a you. I mean, we don't. You know, it's an old standby that we no, don't pay I've attention to much anymore. I thought that was a ship. Is it a uh, ship? 
Maybe that's what I'm confusing yeah, it with. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what else you would be that's talking right. about here. Mm. Mm. <laughs> also in New York City, Bill de Blasio made a big announcement yesterday. All private sector employees in New York City <laughs> will now be required to implement a COVID-19 mandate by December 27th. <laughs> so that would have been you and I. That would have been us. Just 10 years ago. Uh, yeah. Working in Manhattan for Glenn. Yep. Okay, neat. So Glenn would have been forced to implement this. I guess by uh, by the city mandate, mm-hmm. public sector workers were already subject subject to the vaccine mandates. This new move means everyone who works in the city will now be subject to a vaccine mandate. Yeah. Wow, that's not good, bro. Whew. The more universal they are, the more likely employees will say, "Okay, it's time. I'm going to do this," because. You can't jump from one industry to another or one company to another. It's something that needs to be universal to protect all of us. Just this communist bastard. Isn't he gone yet? And he's and he's doing this at the last few moments he can possibly do it. Mm-hmm. Stop. Yeah. Now, I think the next guy, maybe he'll remove some of this stuff because mm. he seems less likely to do this kind of thing. We'll see, huh? I hope. But, I mean, this is... This mm. is um, wow. This is the fertile ground that for a century American education has brought us to this moment where we've raised several generations now who are taught to believe that their rights come from government. Mm-hmm. And so if they come from government, then the government can dictate when you're free, where you can go, what you must do, how you must submit. That, and they're doing it. It's paying off, right? Yeah. Children 5 to 11 in New York City will now also be required to show proof of at least one shot before being allowed access to indoor dining, fitness, and entertainment. Uh, So, I guess movie theaters? Yeah. They can't go to a movie? They can't go to restaurants? They can't go to fitness places? I don't know how many 5- to 11-year-olds are really working out at the gym, but probably a few on the upper (laughs) end of that age group. Um, Our health commissioner has put a series of mandates in place. They have won in court, state court, federal court, every single time. Really? Hmm. They've been challenged and have won. And it's because they're universal and consistent, and they're about protecting public right now from a clear and present danger, said de Blasio. I don't know how these... How do they take it? The first mandate. My God. We should have been out in the streets. Yeah. In March of 2020. Yep. Because now they're really far down the road in New York City. They're almost to Europe. They're almost, you know, and Europe is almost to Australia. And pretty soon it'll all be gone. You know, they're doing this uh, democracy summit or whatever they're calling it Mm. that Biden put together. Oh, really? Yeah. And they've invited 110 countries to this democratic summit Mm. (laughs) with like, you know, uh, countries like Pakistan. So democratic. So so wonderful uh so free and uh uh, such a good example a shining example for the rest of the world i mean we're not even i mean australia's going to this thing australia is a is a democratic icon i don't think so they're not even going to address the covid19 lockdowns what yeah that's not part of this i've not heard of this at all that's not part of it wow so wait 
But we're taking a big stand against China by not sending government officials to the Olympics coming up. Wow, that's going to hurt them. They're, right? They're going to be so hurt by that. They're like, oh, okay. I bet so. they changed their entire way of life because <laughs> well, of it. They're Don't like, think? we'll save on catering, yeah. I guess. You know what we're going to do is uh, we're going to release all the Uyghurs now because that hurts us. Yeah. I, I didn't think you guys would take that step. All right, we'll... We'll just we'll open up all the concentration camps and let the Uyghurs go home. And it just took <laughs> just took keeping the government officials from America from showing up in Beijing for the Olympics. Yeah, wherever they. Yeah, because they're that's gonna the hurt. Olympics. That's gonna hurt. They were really looking forward to our diplomats being at the Olympics. You know, the next step though could be before the games start, uh, just boycotting them completely, and that would suck for the athletes. You know, you train your whole life for this. Yeah. And then suddenly at the last minute, nope, sorry, you can't go. Well, wait, I've been counting on this. This is my time. Yeah. And in four years, it might not be anymore. I I might not be there. 1980, right? Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. So that's who you hurt most uh, with these boycotts are the athletes. So I'd hate to see that, really. wait, Wait a minute. Beijing gets the 2008 Summer Olympics. We need to move them. And they get the 2022 Winter Olympics as well. Like, what is that? Yeah. 14 years removed in the same town gets the Olympics again? I don't care that they're different I love Chinese people too, but come on. Come on. Exactly. Come on. You know what they should do is get together and move it to a new venue. I mean, there's a lot of places that could hold it at the last minute like that. A lot of places. That have the hotel space, that have the venues. I mean, Los Angeles is one of them. You could go to, you could move it to Los Angeles, and they could host them. I don't know if they want to. <laughs> Hold on a second. Let's think this through here. Mm-hmm. Democrats act like they're so put off by the state of Georgia, mm-hmm. wanting oh to gosh. know who's voting. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And then uh, let's take stuff from the, from the city of Atlanta. Let's take uh-huh. the baseball all-star game away from atlanta because they dare want to know who's run, who's, who's uh, voting in their elections <laughs> chinese people yep are, are uh, the chinese government is putting people into concentration camps effectively over a, mil- a million over one million Uyghurs. religious persecution yep but i haven't heard one peep as far as boycotts or anything like that outside of this oh diplomatic boycott right I swear. Right. Go away. I know. It's pathetic. It really is pathetic. Uh, Meanwhile, in another liberal stronghold, Oregon, they're drafting a rule (laughs) to make wearing masks permanent. So there are six states, Hawaii, Illinois, Nevada, uh, New Mexico, Oregon, and Washington, that still require most people to wear face masks in indoor public places regardless. Mm. Regardless Mm -hmm. of your vaccination status. I'm vaccinated. Yeah, right. Put your mask on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I'm vaccinated. Right. I know. I I heard you. Put your mask on. (laughs) (laughs) Oregon's taking it to another level by considering indefinite mask mandates. How'd you like to live there? Well, some do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Some do. I don't know how. I don't know why. Right. It might be time to, I don't know, pick up and move to a place with freedom. And you're always, apparently, you're now just one 
gubernatorial election away from losing all that freedom. I mean, think of Florida. Mm-hmm. That is this beacon of freedom during the COVID era. How many, just a several thousand votes difference between DeSantis and, was it, uh, was it Andrew Gillum? Is that his name? Mm-hmm. I yep. mean, it, seriously, like Florida, you could be just on the opposite end of the spectrum that easily. Another state that, of course, got their voting situation under control after the 2000 debacle, I'd like to point out. Well, yeah. Um, true. Very true. And you need to in these gubernatorial. Because when you're running for head goober in the gubernatorial race, uh, you want to make sure you get the best goober available. And uh, <laughs> and they did. They did in, in Florida. They got the best goober they could find. <laughs> uh-huh. He's not a goober, actually. I really like DeSantis. I really do. Uh but what are you going to do in Oregon? The Oregon Health Authority met Thursday for about two hours to begin the process of drafting an order to make the state's indoor mask requirement permanent. The OHA's Rules Advisory Committee discussed what the new indefinite mask face mask mandate would look like and the impact it would have on the public, like they care. Mm-hmm. Some of the private business representatives expressed concerns about people not wanting to comply with the mask mandates. Well, good for you for at least speaking up. Hey, you know what? Um, some of our customers don't like that. Mm. Yeah. Tell it to the judge. Yeah. Getting people to comply is getting harder, according to Paloma Sparks from the yeah. Oregon Business and Industry Association. Uh, yeah. You know, after two years, what a surprise that people are getting sick and tired of the freaking mask. Mm-hmm. Dr. Paul uh, C. Slack, mm. the medical director for communicable diseases and immunizations with OHA, said uh, just because the rule would be permanent doesn't mean it will be ena- enacted forever. <laughs> We're changing words now. Uh, okay. Yep. So permanent doesn't mean forever. Permanent doesn't mean permanent. It's just that we're tired of meeting so often to come up with these regulations. We just kind of want to... You know, enjoy our own lives, and we'll, we'll doc- get here when we can. Doctor Slee Slack uh, said, "Permanent means indefinite." No, no, it actually doesn't. Oh my, that's that's not actually what it means, Doctor C Slack. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily mean permanent. <laughs> Why are you calling it permanent? We can repeal it as well, but we're only allowed to have a temporary rule for 180 days. Anything goes beyond 180 days, we can't extend it. Why would you need something for more than 180 days? You don't know what this virus is going to be doing in 180 days. It might be completely eradicated from the earth by then. You don't know. Wow. So they just want to meet every six months. Yeah. They're like, ah. No, they don't even want to meet every six months. They just want it indefinite so that they can meet whenever they please. There you go. A year and a half down the road if they want. Pathetic. I mean, that's asinine. You lazy bum. Just trust the science. Do your job. Trust the science, Pat. Trust the science. Now, you know, you've got that extension, and now Mm. you've got the the FAA uh, extension by Biden saying that, okay, well, remember how we said you have to wear masks until January 18th? Just kidding. It's now March 18th because science. Yay! Did they explain what the science was on that? On, on airplanes and trains and yeah, buses. Yeah, and, and the stuff. science on airplanes, because it seems to me like we had several articles that said, yeah, people aren't getting this on mm-hmm. airplanes. The ventilation's really good on an airplane, believe it or not. Uh, and so people aren't really getting it from air flight. So why do they keep doing this garbage? Passengers on airlines... 
and riding mass transit mm-hmm. will have to continue wearing face masks or coverings until March 18th. Yeah, like Keith just said. Um, and the order requires passengers to wear masks inside transportation hubs like airports, mm. bus terminals, indoor stations, mm-hmm. in addition to being on planes, trains, and buses. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Uh, just for another two months, don't worry about it. And then after those two months, it'll be another two months. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it'll be another, well, we better go four months this time. And then like Oregon, <laughs> why don't we just do this permanently? Yeah. But permanently, permanent doesn't mean permanent. It just means indefinite. Yeah, think of the paper we'll save on issuing all of these edicts if we just make one blanket edict that lasts forever. So this sucks. So this does cover... Uh, Oh, no. The vacation that I'm planning. Oh, Pat. Now it affects me. Now you've gone too far. Yeah. Now now you've gone too far Mm -hmm. on the stupid airlines. Yeah, they came close with the vaccine mandate in New York City. Private sector employees. Almost got you there. Except for I left 10 years ago. Well, yeah, but my point is, uh, you know, it's starting to (laughs) to creep into places. It's getting close to home. Yeah, yeah. and now look at this nonsense on the plane. (laughs) Jeez. I mean, people who fly all the time, that oh, must God. be so obnoxious. Well, think about that. Uh, if we were on the train, every- well, you didn't take the train. I mean, Jeffy and I, and Stu, we took the train every day. There's no way in yeah. hell I'm wearing a mask every day on, on a the stupid train. train. Not happening. Because it took, what, an hour, hour and a half? Oh, gosh. What did yeah. it take to get to New York, New York from Pennsylvania? Oh, from Pennsylvania? <laughs> I don't know. I think Or it took Jersey. About- <laughs> you were Jersey, right? Yeah, I eventually took a bus, but uh, the train oh, was did you really? right at an hour. Yeah. Yeah, was I the wish bus I knew better? The bu- yeah, was it faster? Because it was, a, because it was a private bus. It oh. wasn't a stupid public transportation. Did it cost more? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But there were so many more options. And then just as we left and came here, uh, they had Wi-Fi available on there. Mm-hmm. The bus was nice. A private company. Okay, that was nice. But the train, there was one train that went through my town. And if I didn't catch it, I was out of luck. Yeah, you're screwed. And it got to <clears throat> Penn Station... Later than the morning meeting that we used to have. Yeah. So that was insane. Well, and that's I, one of the reasons I didn't take the train from where I was in, in uh, Wilton, Connecticut, because it it didn't come till 530 yeah. and didn't get there till like a quarter to seven. And that was too late for me. I had to be there earlier. Than yeah. That. Uh, after after running from Penn Station to our building a mile away uh, multiple times, that forced me to realize, oh, look, there's a bus that comes through the town, too. So, mm. but I'm mm-hmm. not wearing a mask, and mm-hmm. and now now the vaccine thing, that town, uh, I swear, America, it may be too late. So forget it. Just do your life, <laughs> read. It's good night. I'm going to bed now. Uh, let me tell you about uh, having a happy, healthy dog who's part of the family. Cause you love your dog. You want the best for your dog. Uh, even though my dog is obnoxious, uh, you still, you know, I still love her. <laughs> I, I still love her. <laughs> I hate to admit it. My I, dog I woke do. me up in the middle of the night. Uh, had the weirdest nightmare. I mean. Your dog? Oh, yeah. It was loud. Your dog make weird noises in the night? Yes. Yeah, so does mine. But last night was unprecedented. Mm. Really? Need to try the rough greens with Yeah, that try guy, the rough huh? greens. Yeah. Uh, of course, you did try it once, yeah. didn't you? Yeah. Maybe it's time to Maybe try I again. Maybe need to try harder.
Anyway, uh, it's really changed my dog Belle's life for the better. Uh, she's active again. She runs and gets her her dog toys all the time and brings Aww. them back up to me and wants to, you know, wants me to grab it and throw it, and then she wants to keep it from me and see if I'll come chase her. Yeah, and you do, right? Yeah, no, no. What? <laughs> you don't play with your dogs? Yeah, once in a while I do. Oh, I mean, if she's doing the coy thing where like I, I mean, she runs up to me and then she offers it and then runs away, I'm like, okay, I'm done. Um, we're moving on now. She's playing. She's playing. You know what, though? It's actually, it's funny you mentioned that. Uh-huh. With the little girl dog, I think that's cute and that's fun, right? Mm-hmm. With the big boy dog, I'm like, uh, no, dude. No, stop. You know, because he's trying to be okay. Yeah. Like, I'm tough, you right. know? Right, right. I just realized I'm a hypocrite with my dog. <laughs> So, if you want the best for your dog, sprinkle some of this uh, rough greens on top of the, whatever you feed your dog, and it just makes it better for them. They love it. They love the taste, and it puts in all the vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and antioxidants that's been burned out of your dry kibble dog food. Most dogs absolutely love this from the beginning. My dog did. Wouldn't eat her food without it, um, but... You know, you want to see if your dog is going to take to it or not. So they're going to send you a free bag of Rough Greens that you could try out for a few days. Just a small bag. All you have to pay is shipping. And then if it turns out your dog loves it like mine does and Glenn's does and Stu's, then you can go ahead and get the full bag. Just go to roughgreens.com, R-U-F-F-Greens.com, or call 1-833-783-3364. That's 833-ROUGH-DOG. I will keep my promise. I will live in the past, present, and the future. The spirits of all three will strive within me. Oh, heaven and Christmas time be prayed for this. I say this on my knees, Jacob Marley. On my knees. Pat Gray Unleashed. Okay, so we have another Vax rap song. I can't wait. Oh, okay, no. I can't wait to hear it. Think of all of the terrible things that have been happening in Australia. Australia might. Yeah, this may be the worst. The really? Really? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's check this yeah, out. Yeah, science has done it again. A new solution to the mess that we're in. Creating a new way to save the planet so we can get back to our regular habits. But here's the issue, and it's quite severe. We need everyone in, or the result is clear. The virus will loiter outside your home, try to steal your breath. In fact, you don't. But if everyone is keen to go and get the vaccine, you're going to be safe in the face of virus attacks. Defend ourselves from no mutations. It's frightening. I mean, it, this is in a society that has really turned to fascism over this thing, and they're singing about it. I mean, if this isn't a cult-like re- religion to some of these people, I, I don't, I don't know what it is. Yeah, it is a cult like situation going on where they're doing rap songs to the mandates and the vaccines really you're that married to it that you're willing to to spend that amount of time to do that crappy song and i use the word song uh, Mm -hmm. quite loosely because that was hideous yeah you know i thought that uh (sighs) wow i thought the environmentalists were leading the way on on cultism Mm mm-hmm Boy. But no. They've it's been, the vaccine people they've, now. They've been blown away by the, they really uh, have. the vax cult. They really have. The Fauci people? My gosh. The Fauci fanatics uh, that worship the ground he walks on? Yeah. 
and and everything he says is gospel truth, despite the fact that he lies through his teeth all the time, despite the fact that he takes both sides of every issue, it's still gospel to him. Wow. They I'm, don't care. And I'm only halfway talking in jest. Give it 12 calendar months. I halfway expect the the uh, government uh, stormtroopers to walk in mm. and arrest you and take you away for what you just said about uh, what is it, Doctor L- Lord Doctor yeah. uh, Saint, Saint Fauci, Fauci. De- de- <laughs> I mean, seriously, I mean, <clears throat> this is a no. I wouldn't be surprised. We are we're on not the that cost. far from it. No, we're not. We're really not. Uh, then we have this from Australia, mm-hmm. uh, where this song makes a little bit more sense. Uh, I think, right? What this is starting to catch on oh, internationally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this guy. I love Australia. this. Because we've seen this uh, song uh, played out in like it, uh, big it, box stores and stuff. Yeah, in America. Yeah. They've so, been singing this. So this is this is spreading global uh, globally right now. Worldwide. Yeah, these police uh, show up. I think they're trying to enforce. I don't know the, the entire context. but the, A mandate or yeah, something. something. And so this guy just steps up to the plate. I like this. Watch this. You can stick your vaccine mandates up your ass. You can stick your vaccine mandates up your ass. You can stick your vaccine mandates. Stick your vaccine mandates. You can stick your vaccine mandates up your ass. Okay. You can stick your vaccine. <laughs> the guy, the, the up officer's your trying to talk. Ass. Nope. You can stick your vaccine mandates up They finally just give up. That's fascinating. You can stick your vaccine mandates. That's how to do it. Look at that. Later. Mandates up your ass. Now, I'm not convinced Guys, that's going to work every Commodore time. 1GZT357. But... <laughs> it's a couple of Ds dressed in black. They really. <laughs> I love it, but look at that. They're in an unmarked car to enforce enforce yeah. vaccine mandates. Yeah. It's fascinating, though, that they just they get frustrated and walk away. <laughs> I don't know what they're trying to tell him. You couldn't really... I couldn't really hear what he was saying, but... Does it uh, matter? It doesn't matter. If it had anything to do with a vaccine... And it know, obviously you, did. You know what you can do with it, right? Yeah. You can stick it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And just leave it there. Just... <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, I'm over it. Also, uh, EU Parliament member. We played yesterday. We played the Christine Anderson message. Yeah. Uh, did we play it yesterday? We played it yesterday. It, it was a speech that she made about how she will never comply. She'll never get the vaccine. Right. It was kind of a res- uh, response to the EU president. Right. Who says, hey, we might need a vaccine, everyone, just as just uh-huh. general speak. And... Um, now she has a message for the people of Australia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Might. This message goes out to the people in Australia. You said that. My name is Christine Anderson. Mm-hmm. I'm a member of European Parliament, and I'm answering your SOS call. I will do whatever I can to make it known <clears throat> to the world that your once free and liberal democracy has been transformed mm-hmm. into a totalitarian regime, which yeah. tramples on human rights, civil liberties, mm-hmm. and the rule of law. I'm imploring all of you around the world who still think your governments are looking out for your best interest. You're saying they're not. At no point in history Hmm. have the people forcing others into compliance been the good guys. The welfare of humanity has always been the alibi of tyrants. Do you not realize that this vaccine does not protect you from COVID? Yeah, I do. It does, however, mm-hmm. protect you from governmental oppression. For now, that is. 
but don't hmm. think for even a second that this is not going to change tomorrow. I'm a German and we once asked our grandparents how they could have just stood by in silence allowing a horrific totalitarian regime to come about. Anyone could have known. All they had to do was open their eyes and take a look. The vast majority chose not to. So, what will you tell your grandchildren? Will you tell really them good. you didn't know? Will you tell them you were just following <clears throat> orders? You need to understand, it isn't about breaking the fourth wave. It is all about breaking people. Hmm. Australia does not need a no COVID strategy. What Australia needs is a no oppression strategy. So I stand in support with your fight for freedom and democracy. We need to stop our governments from transforming our free and democratic societies into totalitarian regimes. We need to do it now. We need to stand up now. Yep. Let me ask you this. Where are the American politicians making these kinds of videos? Where are they? You, you got a German EU parliament member who is answering the SOS from Australia and saying, look, we stand with you. Yeah, we, we understand what you're going through. Uh, we're going we're gonna to fight this shoulder to shoulder. Where are the Americans saying the same thing? Seems like they've been pretty silent for the most part. With, with very few exceptions. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. More coming up. What happened then? Well, in Whoville, they say, that the Grinch's small heart grew three sizes that day. Pat Gray Unleashed. Um, oh, I guess not. Huh. Uh, look at this. Southwest border encounters in Yuma, Arizona sector. So one spot. One sector. <laughs> Last year, you know, when it was Trump. <laughs> and of course, you know that this administration inherited the Trump administration's problems. Uh-huh. Of course, we all know that. Okay. I mean, they inherited a problem where 787 people crossed the border illegally. 787 last year. Uh, this year, this month. No, it wasn't in a whole year. It was It was in October. October uh-huh. of 2020, 787. Okay. October of 2021, 21,683. So three times as many. Do not come. <laughs> more than more than three Do times as come. many. It's seven, oh, yeah, I was thinking 7,000. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. 21,000. I was thinking 7,000. <laughs> 21,000 compared to Lord. 787. And those were apprehensions on the screen. <clears throat> right. That was apprehensions. Right. So how many people are just moseying Making on through? It, through? it used to be about a, uh, they caught three to one or five to one, something like that. I don't remember the exact figure, but they for every, for every one they caught, three made it. Uh-huh. Is how I believe it went. Yeah. So, because you know, we're not catching the majority. We're not catching the majority of them. So we're catching the ones who cross where we can readily find them and and apprehend them. 
but many of them know just where to cross where they're not going to encounter any border agents or anybody. So help a, a math-challenged brother out over mm-hmm. here. 30 times higher, then? Is that what it sounds like to you? Right? Right there in Yuma? Yeah. Just that's what that. it sounds like. I mean, that's yeah. unreal. And, and yeah. oh, Donald Trump Jr. tweeted out the other day, and I forgot to look this up, but he said that, you remember how we talked about the $450,000 that uh, illegal alien families were going to get because Trump oh. wronged them and all this crap? <laughs> yeah. Uh, his tweet said that uh, the House has already passed that. Oh, my gosh. Really? Uh, yeah. I I haven't I'll vetted that. I'll into that because I don't know that's but true. What? Unreal. It's just unreal. But again. Oh, look at that. Right there. Right there. Look at that. They look inherited that. the problem. $450,000 payments to illegal aliens. Yeah. Oh, my. The, this is Donald Trump Jr. House Democrats just voted to make them law, and the media is covering it up. So we need we to wake up and stop this bill. Yeah, the, it needs to be stopped by the Senate. Wow, that is uh, jeez. Wow. All right, we got some uh, tweets here from uh, Nidus Cupboard, Cupboard, Nita, Cupboard, Nita. the cupboard. Uh, Nita, it's Nita's. I guess. Oh, Nita's cupboard. Okay, that's how you pronounced uh, it last time. Uh, COVID <laughs> is only the beginning. Once we get used to the cops checking our every move, yep. it'll become part of our normal life. We'll be the frogs in the water, slowly boiling to death as they raise the temperature of the water ever so slightly, and we won't even notice. Mm-hmm. Dead brain human missile? <laughs> That's what you are if you don't wear your seatbelt. That's right. You're a human missile. Pew. Tyranny is the price of freedom, Pat. Everyone knows that. <laughs> Mm, no. <laughs> no, you don't know that? No. Oh. Mm. Uh, rowdy introvert. Freedom that is supposedly conditional upon complying with arbitrary government edicts is tyranny, not freedom. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that clarification. Yes. Uh, Jimmy Dimples uh, tweets, seems like de Blasio really thinks that life in New York City is such a hot item, people can't live without it. Boy. More people are going to think, no, thanks, you can keep it. Seriously. That's for sure. Report after report after report. Oh, yeah, there's a huge exodus of of New Yorkers. Coffee lover M, Pat, every time I vote, I feel like I'm voting for goobers. You aren't wrong. Oh, okay. About the voting for goobers in the gubernatorial race. (laughs) Uh, Jim Eagle 17, LA doesn't deserve to host the Olympics. I could see them hosting the first Hunger Games. Boy, that's... That'll be here before you realize it. Oh, yeah. I mean, that is seriously coming. No question. These these movies like that no longer feel like fantasy or far out there or uh, unrelatable. Yeah. We're there. We're, we're on the brink. And how about this lovely little item? Um, the uh, masks and the regular PCR testing for kids. Oh, yeah. Ireland. Uh, this is from a morning show in Ireland. Uh, showing them how they're they're treating babies. Yeah, trying to normalize, uh, trying to normalize kids getting it when they go to school and stuff like that. Look, let's let's show how fun it is. Watch. Uh, so that we normalize it and so we that whole thing where I might demystify put the mask on and be the person in the you know the outfit you're, they're going to see up there and go okay and tilt your head and here's the, oh it's all done you're very good just to play with it. Don't forget our little kids who aren't wearing masks are now going to see not only their um, teachers and adults they're maybe seeing siblings and other school children so even though they're not wearing them it is important to normalize them yeah normalize it friendly kind of and this one has a nice um Oh, look. This one's pretty. This is a pretty mask. 
Wow. I mean, that's the word of the day for everything, is it not? Normalize it? Uh, Normalize it. Yes. Normalize it until they just accept it as the norm. We've seen them do do that with any number of things lately over the last, certainly the last decade, the last two or three decades. Many things have been normalized. (laughs) So that's great. Thank you for that. In Ireland. Appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, let's just normalize the vaccination of babies yeah. with something that's essentially experimental. I mean, they, they keep saying, oh, no, it's been approved by the FDA now. Oh, the FDA approved it. Perfectly safe and effective. Is it? We find out something new every stinking day. Mm. Really. It's almost like they're making it up as they go along. Almost. Oh, I mean, YouTube, I said it's almost... Like they're making it up as they but go. But not quite. No. It's not like almost. that. Almost. But sort of almost like that. Now, yesterday we had the video of the Indonesian volcano oh. with all that ash pouring into the city. Jeez, that looked frightening. Look at this. Look at that. Oof. Hmm. I'd just like to see that headed toward you. And there's nowhere to go. You can go inside the house, but a lot of that's coming in with you. Yeah, I'm still seeing. I, I was looking for an update on the on the on the death count there because remember it was 22. Yeah. Yesterday, uh, 34 now. Mm, jeez. Yeah. And uh, here's some drone footage. It wasn't just the ash, the plumes of ash. It was also uh, lava. And so here's a really cool. Uh, Look at it from a drone. Jeez. I mean, that looks cool, but it's not great if you live there. Yeah. Look at that lava. Wow. It's amazing the footage we can get from drones now, huh? Just mile after. It really is. Yeah, it really is. Look at that. It's just barreling down the mountain. Just burning through the the mm. whole forest there. Shoof. Now, now, there is concern that this is a precursor to something bigger. They, of course, don't like know. Like a bigger... Eruption? Like a, correct, yeah. Uh, I was reading something about uh, comparing this to Mount Pinatubo and how right now this is not... Like, they talked about how high this ash was going compared to Pinatubo that really affected the climate around the world. If you recall, that winter, mm-hmm. um, it... it, uh, it Made it cold? Around the whole planet, yeah. And so they're just suggesting right now that this isn't that big of an event as Pinatubo was. However, they caution that... Um, it wouldn't be unprecedented if this was just kind of the precursor to something really big there in Indonesia. Mm. So stand by. Mm. But I mean, you're. What do you do? I mean, those. Yeah, I don't where, know. Where the, like you said, where are they going to no, go? Nowhere to go. I mean, your house is going to be a mess for who knows how long. It would come down the chimney. You know, every time you open your door, stuff is coming in. If you have any cracks or openings in your windows, all that stuff's blown in. Do you recall um, we worked with a great lady, Ellen Wheeler, Yeah. and I just interviewed her for At The Mic, and so my conversation with her will drop uh, next month, but <laughs> she just happened to be in Washington State when Mount St. Helens erupted right there in the mm. shadow of that wow. explosion, Yeah. and she talks about- So she was fairly close? Oh, yeah. Like I mean, she was talking about ash up to her- I think knees or something or oh. ash up to her ash. <laughs> okay, not quite, not quite that high. Okay, uh, how high is her ash? I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm not doing this. So anyway, 
uh, uh-huh. and, and just have survival. Just And, and this know. was in a part of the world where you have creature comforts, and she was talking about fast food joints and stuff and how and how just survival in that setting was something. I can't imagine it in this. Well, I was in Great Falls, Montana when uh, Mount St. Helens blew, and that's 800 miles away. Mm-hmm. And we were covered in two inches of ash when, I, when we came outside the next morning. So not quite up to your not, ash. No, not quite up to my ash. Uh, unless my ash hung all the way down to my ankles. <laughs> wow, and you got some you know, issues you got with some your issues, ash. Which I didn't wow. at the time. Okay. You know, barely, at the t- barely 20 years old. At the time. At the time. <laughs> I love, I love <laughs> that addendum there. At the time. <laughs> at I mean, the time. It didn't really yeah. get up to my ash. <laughs> <laughs> so, so hold on a second. How long did it take for that ash to dissipate off the ground and stuff? I don't remember, but it was, I, I think it was weeks to, before, you know, it was pretty well blown out and taken care of and, and out of nuisance realm because mm-hmm. it was a nuisance for a while, at least days, maybe a week or so. Um, but, you know, that was a long time ago. I don't remember the exact timing of it, but it was a mess. Mm-hmm. It was a mess in the immediate aftermath, 800 miles away. So, yeah. Do you remember how long it was until you saw the sunlight? Um, I don't. I don't remember that. You would think I would because that would be pretty amazing. I mean, it'd be hazy for a long time. Were you even even in Great Falls, Montana when this happened? (laughs) Yes, I was. Okay. Yes, I was. But again, I was 20 years old. Yeah. Okay. 19, actually. Wow. Uh, I wasn't 20 until November. So yeah, yeah. yeah there so you go. So what did you just turn? Uh, last couple weeks ago, twenty eight. Been eight years. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. A Hold on years. a second. Let's do some math here. Mm-hmm. So you were nineteen in nineteen eighty, mm-hmm. and now I'm twenty eight. Right? I thought I was bad. This at guy's math. a liar. <laughs> I thought I was bad at math. This guy over here. <laughs> Here's what uh, the U.S. could look like in twenty twenty two. Uh, you know, if we just keep going down this road, keep traveling uh, this particular madness, this uh, mad pa- uh, path that we're on. And we will. And we, we probably will. <laughs> Here's what happened when coughing is made to be illegal. It almost is now. Yeah. What happened? Here? <coughs> oh, oh, no. Dude. Warning. A cough has been detected. <laughs> For your safety and the safety of others, <laughs> authorities have been dispatched. And will be arriving at hey. your location shortly. Where's he going? You will be taken to the nearest quarantine facility, where you will be tested and monitored. Uh-huh. Please remain at your location. Unauthorized <laughs> movement is strongly prohibited. We're all in this together. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's pretty good. That'll be here, what? It's almost here now. Because uh, if you cough in public... You get the death stare from everybody around you. And I, I, I feel like saying, look, it's not, I'm sorry, it's not COVID-19. I have tested positive, a negative multiple times for it. It's just a cough. Sorry. Sorry. Everybody okay? Mm. Anybody drop dead instantly? Mm. Watch this one, y'all. That's, that's, that's what it feels like. Yeah, yeah. it does. Yeah, it does. <laughs> And if you if you happen to cough without a mask, why then you're really in trouble. And it's different now than it was, say, a year or so ago, back when the virus um, wasn't smart enough. And it, it, 
See, it would go down the aisles, right? Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. would go down the aisles one way, and then it would go down the other yeah, aisle the other way. But it way. couldn't go back up the yeah. aisle the way it came because that was because, yeah. not right. But it's evolved. It was illegal, but right? now it's evolved. It's evolved. Yeah, now it can do it. And like Delta <laughs> and Omicron or whatever the hell it's called now, uh-huh. it knows how to go both ways on the aisle. <clears throat> so you have to be a little bit more... It's a trade-off. It's not as deadly, but it's smarter. I almost forgot the grocery store one-way aisles. Right? <laughs> that, that's one little small victory we've gotten over the last year or so. Yeah, they you took know, you, away the arrows from the aisles. you got to publicly shame these places that try to enforce this insanity. So To stupid. the point where, A, you've got to ignore it when you're there in person, and B, mm-hmm. you've got to mock it online yep. until there's just sticky residue on the floor where those stickers once were. Let me tell you about Keeps. If you want to keep your hair, uh, this is the way to go. And when you're ready, you'll finally make that call. Actually, you don't even have to call. Uh, you just go online. Go to keeps.com slash pat. This stuff is so good that 90% of the time it stops the, the hair loss. And then about two-thirds of the time, it also encourages uh, hair regrowth as it has in Keith You see, uh, you see this long-flowing mane? Long-flowing. You got that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now the hair regrowth obviously takes a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. In your case, you started was it March? March, and then by July, <clears throat> it was game on. Yeah, oh, that's great. Definitely. So go online, answer a few questions, take a few pictures of your hair, and post those. And then a licensed doctor reviews all that. We'll get back to you with the treatment that's right for you. And if you have any problems or questions along the way, they're a great company. They'll you can mes- message your Keeps doctor twenty four seven. And you can track your progress with Keep's progress tracking tool. So to get you started, we'll give you a special discount. Go to K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Pat. Get 50% off your first order. K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Pat. 50% off. Keeps dot com slash Pat. <laughs> My mouth bleeding, Bert. My mouth bleeding. Zudu pedal. Zudu. There they are. Gray Unleashed. Uh, there was an interesting scientific meeting of the minds. Now, keep in mind, this is October of 2019. So, supposedly, even before China discovered the COVID-19 vex, uh, virus. So, even before the Wuhan situation, there's this meeting of scientists, including... I don't know if we have time here. Dr. St. Anthony Fauci. It's been 15, no, we don't. Okay, so we'll, that's a setup for right <laughs> after the top of the hour. We're going to play this meeting of the minds. Mm-hmm. You're going to be amazed. Going to be amazed. Uh, wow, it's December 7th. Yeah. A day that will live in infamy. Perhaps not this particular day, but 80 years ago today, 80 years. Pearl Harbor occurred. Boy. 80 years ago. The surprise... Wink, wink. Sneak attack on Pearl Harbor. Whoa, what was the wink, wink? What happened? I, what What do you mean? Wait, what? Oh, wow. What'd you say? All right. Let's hear this. Yeah, FDR had no idea. No idea. It was a sneak attack. No idea it was coming. Das- None. Dastardly. Yeah, he, he didn't know. Nobody knew. How could you possibly know? I mean, it was 1941. Who? How would you know such a thing? You got a sniffle? What's happening? <laughs> yeah, here? I think I'm getting a little bit of a Boy, cold. the world that the greatest generation liberated after that. Holy cow, yeah. Compared to where we're at today, 
amazing. What Different place. Have we let occur? <laughs> He's got no time for morons, except Friday. It's Pat Gray Unleashed. Great to have you with us, 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Before we get started here, let me tell you about Raycon. Man, I love my Raycons. Uh, they are phenomenal. First of all, great sound quality. You're going to love them. Uh, they don't look clunky and weird like the Apple uh, earbuds do. (laughs) So if you're looking for a great gift for mom, for dad, gifts for guys, gifts for your girls, your neighbor's cousin who has a dog that you also feed rough greens to, you know that kind of thing, Uh, you could study all those gift guides and shop at 10 different places, or you could start your shopping (laughs) at Raycon and get everyone something they're going to use, these Raycon wireless earbuds phenomenal they stay in your ears they got sizes to fit everybody's ear size raycons give you amazing audio quality as i said wherever you go wherever you use them to pump up to wind down work or work out they're useful for everybody on your list you can go and use them on the phone you can talk to people on the phone with them it's just really fantastic they've got the pure mode for podcast listening and blues and instrumental the balanced mode uh, for rock, heavy metal, and then the bass mode for hip-hop, EDM, reggae. That's cool. I can't get enough of my EDM. I really can't. I don't even know what it, what is EDM. Uh, electronic dance music? <laughs> okay, is that what it is? Wait, wait, oh, all right. You act like you don't know. Yeah, I know. I'm just, You're just, I'm just testing you. Okay. I'm testing you. <laughs> the holidays are coming up faster than you would think. Uh, now it's the time to knock out that gift list and avoid the last-minute shop scramble. Uh, and the last-minute shipping scan s- scramble. Ooh, yeah, that's true. Uh, it's going to be tough, especially because right now you will get 15% off site-wide with the code HOLIDAY at buyraycon.com slash gray. So go to buyraycon.com slash gray, use the promo code HOLIDAY, and get 15% off your entire Raycon order. Buy Ray- B-U-Y, raycon.com slash gray. That's right. That's right. Atta boy, Clarence. Pat Gray Unleashed. A couple of tweets here. Cardinal Tobin, Tubin, Cardinal Tubin tweets. Uh-oh. Places like New York City are going to be hurting in a few years because of these business vax mandates. Their tax base will leave for greener pastures, and unlike the federal government, they can't print their own money. Yeah, so they'll just go somewhere else, and they are. James from Augusta, it's unconstitutional to stop and frisk someone for random people, for weapons, but perfectly okay to do it for a vaccine card? Sure. Duct tape, please. Tweets, uh, what we need to normalize is freedom. Yes. Isn't that the truth? So right before the break, we were talking about uh, this interesting little meeting that happened almost exactly two years ago. Okay, so right before the discovery of COVID-19. Now, they call it COVID-19, not because there were 18 COVIDs before it, but because it was discovered 
in uh, either November or December of 2019 uh, in Wuhan. And so this is prior to that. And here's Dr. Fauci, who is science. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of the other people who just are posers because they're not him. Wait, what? Here they are. Okay. Why don't we blow the system up? I mean, obviously, we can't just turn off the spigot vaccines. on the system we have and then say, hey, everyone in the world should get this new vaccine we haven't given to anyone yet. But there must be some way that we grow vaccines mostly in eggs the way we did in 1947. In order to make the transition from getting out of the tried and true Mm -hmm. egg growing, which we know gives us results that can be, you know, beneficial. I mean, we've done well with that to something that has to be much better. Uh, You have to prove that this works. And then you've got to go through all of the clinical trials, phase uh, ones, phase twos, phase three, so and then annoying. show that this particular product is going to be good over a period of years. Yes. That alone, if it works perfectly, is going to take a decade. There might be a need huh. or even an urgent call for uh, an entity right. of excitement out there that's completely disruptive, Uh-oh. that's not right. beholden to bureaucratic strings oh. and, and, and processes. So we really do have a problem of how the world perceives influenza, and it's going to be very difficult to change that uh-huh. unless you do it from within and say, I don't care what your perception is, we're going to address the problem in a disruptive way and in an iterative way, because you do need both. But it is not too crazy to think that an outbreak of an, a novel avian virus could occur in, in China somewhere. We could <laughs> Wait, take the what? RNA sequence from that, mm. beam it to a number RNA? of regional yeah. centers, if not local, if not even in your home at some point, oh. and print those huh. vaccines on a patch and self-administer. Oh, God! Wow. Wow. Well, at least they haven't done that yet. Yet! <laughs> Jeez. Uh, all right, so there he's talking about these vaccines will take at least a decade. Yeah, that's too long. You can't be testing it. So he admits that this process is a really long one and that, you know, in order to do it right, he's describing the process that makes people comfortable because you've tested it, you've waited, you've uh, you've gleaned results from the test group, you've seen what's happened to them over time. And then you draw your conclusions from all of that. Well, we didn't have the time for it. Mm-mm. They got they rushed this out uh, to make available to all of us right away, and so they skipped a lot of that process. A lot of those processes. <laughs> <laughs> Does that word bug you too? Uh huh. Yeah. And now we're supposed to just trust them. Ah, that's fine. It took less than a year. That's great. We'll figure it out. And I mean, it is amazing how fast they they did this. But the on the other hand, they didn't take all the precautions they normally do. And then they wonder, why are you guys so hesitant? We'll figure it out, huh, Pat? That's interesting. Mm. It's interesting. Is there a number of people can call about that and mm. and uh, talk to Doctor Saint Fauci of DCC? Mm. Uh, no, there's not actually, but. Uh, I love this. The Food and Drug Administration released the first batch of documents related to Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine after a federal judge ordered they must be they must comply with a massive FOIA request, Freedom of Information Act, 
It was filed by an accountability group called Public Health and Medical Professionals for Transparency. Okay. That's a mouthful. Um, The esteemed group of more than 30 professors and scientists asked, asked the federal government to share any and all data that factored into the agency's hasty decision to grant Pfizer's experimental mRNA. It takes too long. Of which... Takes too long. The doctor mentioned, right? It takes too long. I mean, a best case scenario, it takes a decade. But we have what amounts to three hundred twenty-nine thousand documents now. Now, they what they wanted, what the administration wanted, was a fifty-year delay on this, wasn't it? Fifty years. Five hundred pages a month, uh, every month, and then it would finally uh, wrap up in twenty seventy-six. Yeah, (laughs) that was the initial request. Uh, after the agency was told it must turn over the documents, Justice Department lawyers representing the FDA asked a federal judge to allow them 55 years to process, <laughs> saying they'd be able to release just 500 pages a month. So ridiculous. Mm-hmm. A motion that was also filed by the same group of doctors and scientists is currently pending in federal court, and that would force the FDA to expedite the processes. <laughs> And release the documents much sooner. Meanwhile... So what are we finding out? The FDA still has to comply with the original order to begin turning over the documents. Okay. First release is a bombshell. Oh, no. According to an official Pfizer document that's listed cumulative analysis of post-authorization adverse event records reports in just the first 90 days of the vaccine rollout. And this is from Pfizer's own documentation hmm. from December 1st to uh, of 2020 to February 28th, 2021. There were tens of thousands of reported adverse reactions, including over 1,200 deaths. Whoa. Now, you might recognize fe- February 28th, 2021. That, that, that's before the widespread use of the vaccine, is right. it not? Yeah, that was, yeah. That was still early on. The report only included adverse events to the vaccine that researchers considered serious cases. There were thousands more submissions, of course, that were left out of the data. Any cases deemed non-serious would be processed within 90 days, but this report was released before 90 days of Pfizer's vaccine being available uh, even had passed. In all, the report states that there were a total of 42,086 case reports of individuals who had adverse reactions. With the largest number, 13,739, coming from the U.S. and from the U.K., who had another 13,404. Wow. In a much smaller population, the U.K. had all those adverse effects. Uh, According to the documents, women were over three times more likely to experience a reaction than men. total of 1,223 individuals had a fatal reaction to the experimental Pfizer vaccine. (sighs) It is not a conspiracy theory to say that there have been deaths from this. Here's the proof. This is from Pfizer's information and only includes up to February 28th of uh, this year. I wonder what it would look like now. Oh, gosh. Now that you've had, you know, hundreds of millions of doses administered, I wonder how many. And more to come, Pat. Uh. Boosterific! Yay! I mean, seriously, you want to be free, then you've got to submit to the tyranny. And is mm-hmm. that not the exact thing 
that George W. Bush said I had to abandon free market principles in order to save the free market. No. I had to abandon concepts of freedom and natural rights to save freedom and natural rights. Shut up. <laughs> mm. it's, uh, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. Nevada has become the first state to impose a surcharge on unvaccinated workers. This is not good. Speaking of freedom. <clears throat> all but two members of the state's Public Employees Benefit Program Board voted during a meeting to approve a surcharge of 55 bucks a month on unvaccinated workers. The approved proposal also stipulates a surcharge of $175 a month for workers, spouses, partners, and dependents 18 and older. What? Yeah, so this is a health insurance thing, I believe. So I believe that all state employees there pay two fifty five a month, and they're mm. jacking up the price because they have to pay for tests and all this stuff. Jacking it up by one hundred and seventy five bucks a month. That's, that's on just the individual uh, worker. That's right? if you're vaccinated, right? Okay. Okay. So now they're adding fifty five dollars on top of that extra one seventy five if you're unvaccinated, and then one seventy five for your family. It looks like. Well. Right. I don't have the story in front of me, yeah. but basically... The approved okay, so proposal it, also stipulates a surcharge of 175 a month for the worker's spouses, partners, dependents. Okay, so it was 255 It's going up 175 for everybody under this. Jeez. Going up another 55 Surcharge is going to affect July 1st. Uh, they'll help offset the cost of oh, COVID-19 sure. testing. Okay. So it's only fair. It's only fair that people pay their fair share, Keith. Uh, testing costs through September were estimated at $3.3 million. So, the only thing that's going to save this republic mm-hmm. uh, in lieu of us actually you know, showing up in mass like they are around the world, out in the streets, is I think these federal judges that we got to hope that uh, Trump put in. Because remember, they filled all those judgeships, those mm-hmm. federal slots, were filled by Trump appointees. For maybe the first time ever. And again, remember how just Trump blindsided the left. Mm. Mainstream media did not see him coming. Can you imagine if the last four years all of those federal judgeships were filled by Hillary Clinton? Oof. I mean, we would have no hope whatsoever in the courts with all this crap. Yeah. This would be a... It, it would already be over. Yeah. Whereas we still have a little time left to fight. Australia may be making us look like they're the free ones. Yeah. Uh, If you're trying to sell your home, you know what a challenge that is, how stressful that can be. Let real estate agents I trust help you with that and take away some of the stress knowing that you've got the best agent you can possibly get. Real estate agents I trust. That's Glenn's company, and so his team has really carefully vetted these agents to know that they have really good track records to be successful so they can sell houses they can help you buy one at an affordable price they'll get get you the most for your money help you get out of new york city yeah because you're gonna want to be doing that (laughs) yeah uh and if you're relocating like leaving new york you're gonna have to sell there and buy somewhere else and so you need a realtor who's going to help you through all of the hurdles that come with that Real Estate Agents I Trust. The name says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Mr. Classic. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, Some tweets here from T. Tongko. Wearing a mask tends to make my nose run and causes coughing. Anyone else? (laughs) Uh, Probably. 
Uh, Proud Mr. Greybeard. Is world government and the vaccine scare creating a world society that will be dependent on ev- on government for everything as they'll be immunocompromised oh. and won't be able to work? Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Jeffy's Rona shreddings. <laughs> Printing vaccine patches at home for self-administration still isn't as bad as ordering your vaccine off the dollar menu at McDonald's. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> it's close, though. <laughs> Chad P. Connor. I can't believe it's Omicron season already. I still have my I still have my Delta decorations up. Oh, hate when that happens. Yeah, one season runs right into right the into next. It. You got to be ready. <clears throat> Dirty assorted crackerhead pathead <laughs> or cracker pathead. Uh, Keith, will boosterific be copyrighted oh. so you can at least make some money when they start using it? Boosterific. There you go. There's your title for today. Hey, you know what else is kind of terrific? Uh, Chris Cuomo, who just got fired at CNN the other day, <clears throat> has also lost his gig at SiriusXM. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. No. Yep. Canceled. So he's he's fired at CNN, forced out at SiriusXM. <clears throat> he is a done. So he's got more free time to walk around the outside of his house naked. Yeah. Yes, he does. Okay. Uh, he's also suing, I guess, for eighteen million, trying to get his, you know, contract paid off. And CNN says we're we're not paying him an extra penny, not a penny. So not only did they find out that he did much more for his brother than he initially told them, now they've got a sexual allegation by a former employee oh. going against him. And I think that was the last straw. And they're like, okay, bye bye. Oh wow. Uh, no, I didn't it's just not worth it one. now. Oh really? I didn't hear that one. <clears throat> yeah, mm. some former employee. They, I don't think she has said exactly what he did to her, but. Uh, that was the last straw. They're like, okay, bye-bye. Yeah. We're not going to draw this out anymore. Yeah. See ya. And he was trying to get information <clears throat> on his brother's accusers uh, under the guise of show prep. Oh, yeah, but he's a feminist, man. The guy loves women. He takes care of them. He protects women. And then he gathers dirt on them so that he can feed it to his stupid brother so that he can fend off these charges. Really pathetic. Really uh, low-life stuff. So Fredo is gone. Oh, Fredo's gone. That's sad. Yeah. H.R. 550, uh, the House just passed the bill to fund federal vaccination database. 80. 80. Yeah. House Republicans voted with the Democrats to pass the Immunization Infrastructure Modernization Act. Oh, well, that's not when you say it like that. Yeah. Now it sounds good. We need that. If passed by the Senate and signed into law, of course, it would fund a federal vaccination database. Now, why did 80 Republicans vote for this thing? (sighs) It'll provide $400 million in taxpayer dollars to fund the immunization system uh, and the expansion of this database. Now, people are pissed off about it. Yeah, I am. Me too. Mm -hmm. And they're especially pissed off at the Republicans. This would not have passed without them. There's the names we rec- recognize on the on the yay side of the ledger. One one of them is uh, Dan Crenshaw. Dan Crenshaw, yeah, and he's getting a little blowback from that. And he didn't like that. Uh, so. he, yeah, he he doesn't like it when people criticize him. I mean, who does? But he's going to speak out and he's going to hit back. And uh, here's what he had to say about it. Okay, real talk. Time to debunk some lies. Watch from our own side this lies. time. So this okay. one's about. The vaccine database that you keep hearing about, like that's what got voted on in Congress and people are mad because some Republicans voted for it, some didn't. 
All right, here's the truth on it. No, Every Republican truth. up here, by the way, knows that that particular bill, which was Republican-led, actually makes it harder to track vaccine information oh. on the indiv individual level. It actually decreases oh, really? the amount of money that was originally allocated mm. for these systems by the okay. Biden administration. Mm. So let's back up. Let All me right. tell you the back full up. story. Back up. All right. There back are up. something called immunization information systems uh, at every state. Mm. These have long okay. existed. In the American mm -hmm. Rescue Plan, passed entirely by Democrats, no Republicans voted for it, they added about $500 million to that system and told states to, quote, make them better, right? They didn't put any guardrails. They didn't put any details. They just said, make them better. Okay. This worried Republicans because we're worried about these authoritarian blue state governors <laughs> that yeah. indeed do want to track your data and, uh, and do want to employ vaccine mandates and passports and the such. <clears throat> and so there was a Republican-led effort for this exact provision to decrease mm -hmm. the funding for it and ensure that if states take that money, they have to make the data anonymous and only collect it at the population level so that you can't be tracked. So the Republicans screaming about this bill saying it's bad, it's it does the exact opposite oh, of what they're saying. Okay. And they know that, but they also don't like explaining votes to you. That's the truth. There's the truth. Hmm. Okay. Well, I, I So what was your question? So I posed on a question. Twitter I saw Dan. him he posted that on Sunday night and so I immediately posed a question that uh, has gotten a lot of attention under his thread. I have not heard back from Congressman Crenshaw, but it's just that I said the bill sponsor is Democrat Representative Annie Custer. Mm -hmm. She says the system will quote remind patients when they're due for a recommended vaccine, end quote. So my question is, if the data is anonymous, uh -huh. as the congressman from Texas suggests, yeah. and it's just population level based, uh -huh. then how will it know to inform Americans to get their vaccines? A good question. Congressman. Right. So if, if it's I, not specifying anybody in particular, if it's not yeah. tracking individuals... Mm -hmm. uh, how do they tell individuals, hey, by the time, by by the way, it's time to get your booster shot? And I read through the bill. Huh. It's only five pages long, oh. which I appreciated. Okay. Um, but, I mean, it talks about supporting activities to improve <clears throat> the scheduling and administration of vaccinations. Well, that, huh. that sounds like... That, then, that doesn't sound like it's the opposite right, right. of and what people are saying it is. It also um, huh. eliminates barriers. <laughs> this is in the bill, okay? Uh, eliminates barriers to the exchange of information pursuant to immunization records. So we're going to take down those barriers. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know about you, but I mm. choose to not live in a blue state. We talked about how you and I, we've lived up in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. Okay, we're in Texas now. You know what? If my state's doing it right and not sharing that information, then I kind of want to leave it that way. I don't need a federal database. Mm -hmm. It's not a database, though, Keith. It's just uh, huh. eliminating the barriers of the sharing of the information that's out there. <laughs> oh, man. So anyway. You just don't even know who to trust Exactly. Anymore. You so, really don't. We'll see what happens in the Senate. I don't know who to trust. But let your senator know how you feel about it. In fact, both of them. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. <laughs> My mouth bleeding, Bert. My mouth bleeding. Doodle pedal. Doodle there they are! Bird! What do you know about it? Merry Christmas! Pat Gray Unleashed. 888-900-3393. Pat Unleashed on Twitter. This is really cool.
Hmm. NASA is looking to... I uh, guess it's cool. Uh, it's potentially cool. <laughs> it's also potentially catastrophic. <laughs> Wait a minute. No, it's cool. Uh, it cool. is cool. It is cool. NASA is uh, looking to build a nuclear power plant or nuclear power generators on the moon... <laughs> By 2030. All right. Okay, you better get on the stick there because, wow, uh, it's getting late. We're at 2021, NASA. In nine years, you're telling me not only are we going to fly to the moon, which we can't seem to do right now, but we're going to build nuclear power generators on it? Huh. Wow. Since we've only spent about uh, 15 minutes per permission that's right <laughs> i mean i don't know i guess they've been there a day I, I, have there been overnight stays do we even go that's camping on the moon point. do we even go camping on <laughs> I the don't moon think so we're talking about building nuclear generators and we haven't even spent a night there yeah <laughs> uh so extraterrestrial power stations will emerge from sci-fi mythos into reality with the placement of a nuclear generator on the moon by 2030, according to NASA. Wow. The Department of Energy, working with NASA on the project, opened design submissions earlier this month to outside contractors to build a fission surface power station mm. on the moon that will eventually help fuel missions to Mars and beyond. Wow. Sheesh. That's exciting. So, hold on. To recap today's show... We live in a country where uh, half the population isn't allowed to eat in restaurants in New York City, but we're getting ready to build nuclear power plants on the moon. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah, they've already gotten 22 proposals submitted by private companies. So it's not the government doing it. They're actually looking to private industry to get this done. Shocker. The agency is looking to build a durable, high-power, sun-independent power source for wow. NASA missions on the moon by the end of the decade, as well as potential subsequent missions. Mm. And they want uh, submission for the initial design system by February 19th. So if you're a company that uh, builds nuclear power generators on the moon, they they want you to apply (laughs) for this gig. Yeah, so that's like a... Hmm. Most companies can do that, right? Yeah, I think a lot. I mean, there's a lot of companies that do this. I wonder if you get a government contract... (laughs) Your workers have to be vaccinated, even mm. if you don't walk into a government facility. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Stupid. So this is not the beginning of nuclear power in space. Supposedly. Oh, really? The 1969 Apollo 12 mission was the first time nuclear power was used on the moon, and every mission to space uses radioisotope uh, thermoelectric generators, sure. which are in effect nuclear batteries. So. It's uh, not that unusual. Really? Still. So can what we it, really get... I hope we can. I hope we can get that done. That'd so, be cool. So what is it... What's the story? Does the story say anything about how they have to get the parts up there? Doesn't. And like drop them down into place I've always wondered something? that. Are yeah. they prefab? Do we have something... I mean, they got to be pieced together, right? You're just taking the components up there and then you, you snap them into place like Legos. Right. Because you know they have these prefab homes, right? You're driving down the highway and you see like, hey, you know, uh-huh. your dream home and all this good stuff. Uh-huh. Is it like that with power plants? Must <laughs> be. Just like you buy like like a starter kit, nuclear power plant starter kit. I don't know. That's why all of this stuff, the city on Mars that uh, Elon Musk is planning mm. just seems so far-fetched because we're nowhere near that right now. Uh, we, again... 
52 years ago, we went to the moon and walked on the moon from 69 to, what, 72, and then stopped forever, and then went backward by yeah. building this little airplane-like thing, the space shuttle mm-hmm. that just orbited the Earth. Yeah, you got to look like you're doing something when the aliens had scared you away in 72. Well, yeah, but then we stopped that, too. We didn't even, we, for a long time, we didn't even have a vehicle that could go to space. <laughs> yeah, to space. Yeah, the to superpower space. of the world didn't have a vehicle to take astronauts into space. We had to hitchhike with the Russians. We had our thumb out on the launch pad. Anybody going our way? We're going to space. Who's going? Uh, get on, get on board. You, you take. We take vodka yeah. for trip. Vodka and fifty million dollars. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I left that $50 million bill Did you? back at home in uh, my other pants. Can I get you on the way back? <laughs> we, we leave you there if you don't have ATM <laughs> card. Just so yeah. this is going a long way really fast if we are able to pull this off. Yeah, and it's just like I don't have the faith that this administration is going to get us there. They're not. In fact, I'm surprised NASA's even talking like this because yeah. I'll bet you Biden doesn't want any part of that. Yeah, what, what are we doing for the uh, Muslim community around the world with our space program? <laughs> that's what they're worried about. It feels like they've kind of been tossed aside. I and mean, that's the mission statement. Is, the math outreach. Right. And that and climate change have been the job of NASA since we stopped going to space with them. <sighs> really pathetic. Pat had Spunker 1300 scat. No, 1,300. Sent us this video from uh, from Ukraine. There's uh, oh, the little delivery robots. Delivery robots, yeah. So, look, we're, we're talking about going to space. These, are, these aren't Amazons, though, are they? I don't know that they are, but uh, look how awesome they are. <laughs> Stuck in an inch of snow. <laughs> an inch. That. They can't move at all. But, yeah, we're going to build a nuclear power plant on, <laughs> on the moon for sure. And for boy. sure sure that's happening <laughs> okay thought the dichotomy there was yeah perfect. it's a little interesting <laughs> it's kind of interesting man over the weekend uh over oh, the, over francisco. the weekend a restaurant in san francisco mm-hmm. refused service yeah I, did we talk about this earlier this week Mm-mm. these uh i think it was three cops went into this restaurant and they were initially seated and then apparently the employees started talking amongst themselves. <gasps> Did you see they've got weapons? They've oh, got geez. guns. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they've got guns in their holster. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm not comfortable with that. <laughs> what do you think? The police are going to take out their guns and start shooting up the place? It's just asinine. I mean, you're, a, I would... you're scared because police officers are holstering their guns? First of all, I love it when I'm in a restaurant with cops. Yeah. Second of all, if you're in what San Francisco, the cesspool that is got crime running rampant, you should be offering free meals. Hey, cops, please eat here. It'll probably keep the bad guys away if they walk in and see a uniformed officer sitting at a table. Instead, they come over and tell them we're not comfortable. You're going to have to leave. Unreal. And they showed them the door. And the officers... Got up and left. Sure enough, they didn't want to cause a scene. Uh, they wanted to be respectful of the of the business, I guess. And they, so they left. How amazing is that? Uh, you're not comfortable with police officers being in your restaurant? Well, okay. Uh, when you call 911, when you're being held up at gunpoint, 
we're going to remember that you guys are uncomfortable with police coming in with guns. Yeah, yeah. Part of me is like, I hope the 911 dispatcher has a little pop-up come up on their screen like, oh, what's the name of the restaurant again? What is it again? It's at the very bottom. What, What is it? Uh, it is uh, Hilda and Jesse. Oh, you're Hilda and Jesse's restaurant? Shoot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, I, you guys are uncomfortable with guns, so good luck. Or, or good sorry, luck it's that. not in our sorry, jurisdiction. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, hmm. it's, a, it's a no-go zone, uh, as uh, determined by you and your staff. So we just can't help. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, most, most restaurants would go to social media and say, look, we had one employee that was yeah. overzealous. It was, it, it was a mistake. Yeah, but they, they put out a thing just the opposite, saying, yeah, it's not a... Our restaurant is a safe space, particularly for queer and BIPOC individuals. Okay, fine. Oh, all right. Furthermore, the fact that they were in uniform with multiple weapons on them made our staff uncomfortable and potentially other guests, so they were asked to leave. We would happily welcome them off-duty, out of uniform, and without weapons. Mm. We're sorry that the decision upset you. We understand your perspective, and we hope you'll consider ours. No, okay. your, your perspective is asinine. No. From, from the side of the political spectrum that says that we shouldn't be carrying weapons, we should trust the professionals. The police should have them, not us. And so the police do have them, and then they tell them to get out. That's <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, they have since backtracked on that. Oh, yeah, there's an update. I mean, they got garbage galore. Oh, you, as you can imagine, people were pissed. Honestly, and so now they're backtracking and oh, we we have respect for police and we uh-huh. appreciate what they do. Yeah, uh-huh. do you? Do you? <laughs> I would never ever, and I mean this sincerely, encourage crime. No, but if I, I saw that story, but yeah, I and I'm a criminal. Mm-hmm. I'm making a beeline for that restaurant. Mm-hmm. That and you can't help but hope. That if there's a problem, the cops are like, yeah, I know you guys are uncomfortable with this, so uh, we're going to sit this one out. Yeah, we don't want anybody to get hurt. Yeah. But it, it yeah, yeah. you know, maybe they uh, learn from this the hard way. <laughs> I mean, I don't want that to happen. No. I don't want bad things to happen to them. But, you know, consider the consequences of what you're doing here. I mean, there could be no safer situation than to have a bunch of cops sitting at your restaurant. In that you should want that more than any other town in America. Yep. Except for maybe Chicago. That'd be a good place to have cops sitting in your restaurant 24-7. Yep. Or Portland. That's another good... Or what's maybe... um, Maybe we go with Detroit. Or, uh, well, Minneapolis. New Orleans. Or New uh, Orleans. Or Cleveland. Or Baltimore. Uh, Hmm. Pick your Democrat city. Thank you. I'm glad you caught the... Yeah. The the stream (laughs) involved in all of those towns. I kind of (laughs) did. Speaking of which... You know, uh, we all love to practice with our firearms. Those of us who have them, it's fun. And uh, it, But it can be expensive. If you go to the range and you're buying the, the ammo to practice with, uh, just the range fees are a lot. But then the ammo is ridiculous if you can find it. It's, it's oftentimes not even on the store shelves because it goes just as fast as it's delivered. So try our iTarget Pro. It was invented to give law-abiding gun owners a better way to train in the safety and privacy of their own home. So affordable. No more inconvenient trips to the range or expensive practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet instead of the actual bullet into your firearm, and start training. Dry fire training will help develop muscle memory and sharpen your target reaction speed get your sight alignment and your trigger function all kinds of things comes in all the major calibers including 223 for your ar-15 
so you can stay sharp with all all of your weapons. Go to itargetpro.com, save 10% right now, plus get free shipping when you use the offer code PAT. That's I, the letter I, then targetpro.com. itargetpro.com, offer code PAT. PAT Gray Unleashed. Oh, we've got the uh, government going after this uh, woman because she was in a truck mm-hmm. and they were following the bus, the Biden bus around. <laughs> you know, this happens at every city. They just drive along with it and wave at him. Which is shocking since it was the most popular guy to ever be elected to the office. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. But they had a, heaven forbid, Trump flag oh, see. on their car. Okay. And so... Now the government's got to go and uh, hassle them. And here's what she says about the situation. Hey guys, I wanted to take a moment to introduce myself. Right. I am Joey Lynn. I am a homeschool Hi, Joey. mama. Joey Lynn. Uh, I stay at home with my son. <laughs> my husband is a plumber. We are getting sued under the Ku Klux Klan law of 1871 by triggered Democrats what? and liberal politicians my gosh. Um, for flying Trump flags next to the Biden-Harris campaign bus when it drove through Texas last year. You may remember the viral mm. video mm-hmm. and seeing President Trump tweet, I love Texas. Um, it was so fun to be a part of that. It was fairly non-eventful, shy of getting some cool pictures. Um, but eight months later, we find out on mainstream media that we're getting sued by former state Senator Wendy Davis, somebody who works in the White House on Kamala Harris's cabinet, mm. and other blue checkmark Democrats and influencers. Um, they're claiming we banded together on a public highway to suppress black voter rights and minority oh. voter rights. Oh, and they claim that we premeditated assault and attempted to run the bus off the road. <laughs> now, you'll remember from the video None of that happened. Mm. We drove peacefully alongside the bus for just a few miles, although this Mm -hmm. bus drove through Texas for several hundred miles unobstructed while people in all towns formed Trump trains to drive with it. Um, (laughs) So the 62-page civil complaint is full of lies that are malicious and frivolous and using Mm. the judicial system uh, as a weapon against average Americans. This is called lawfare. They are making an example out of us to chill free speech in other Americans. In their press release, they claimed that they did not want Trump supporters to get away with stuff like this in the future. So what they're saying is they don't want you to be able to exercise free speech, which is your first constitutional right and a God-given right, right? by forming a Trump train together on a public highway. But they are able Mm. to drive a billboard-sized bus down the road, and that's fine. Yep. The legal fees are expecting yeah, so she goes to on cost over two hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars just to prove that what they're saying okay, is Okay, so a if lie. you want to contribute, freedom free for is freedom for freedomsake.com. Yeah. So you can't drive down the road? No. What are with you talking a, about? With a Trump flag? No. If you're anywhere near a Biden bus? When did that become law? What is the law being broken there? It was a... Did they threaten them? Did they drive them off the road? No, they did nothing to them. Were they shooting at them as, dro- as they drove by? No. How is this still America? Mm. God, we hear so many of these bizarre things. Yeah, I wanted to kind of uh, fact check Jeez. something she said there, though. She said what? that um, you have a right to free speech, and I'm just making sure that's still a thing. Uh, oh, really? Because, uh, yeah. yeah, it doesn't seem like we yeah, do. Yeah, I mean, I mean it, it sounds like it. Uh, really? Amendment 1. What do you have there in your hand right now? Uh, this is uh, the Constitution of the United States. Yeah. Okay. Oh. 
And it says something about... Hmm. Um, when was this passed? Bro, come on. Don't put me on the spot okay. like this. Sorry. Amendment 1? Yeah. Okay, the first... So this would be the first amendment. That's a better way to say it. Mm-hmm. That's more catchy than okay. Amendment 1. Yeah. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech. She alluded to something like that. She did. She Is that what she was? Speech. That's what she's doing huh. there? Huh. She was talking about this, I bet. Uh, maybe. W- whatever. <laughs> Do we pay any attention like, to Like, I don't even know if this... Does this thing apply? I mean, I don't even know why you have that. Constitution of the United States. The light reading. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's over, y'all. <laughs> and it's not funny, but, you know, it's either you laugh or, or you cry about it all day. Uh, what, did, so. what did the uh, mm-hmm. the the great poet uh, James Buffett once say? If we couldn't laugh, we would all go insane. Is that what he said? Yeah. Okay. Not being a huge Buffett fan. Oh, really? I, uh, yeah, we I'm couldn't familiar. laugh, we would all go insane. You know that line. Eh, probably. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, don't do that. <laughs> Is it on the same album as Cheeseburgers in Paradise? It's, it's a, it's a oh. solo cheeseburger yeah. in Paradise, I'll have you know. Okay. Uh, 888-900-3393, also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Here's something, though, that might give you a little bit of hope that there still is some some common sense left in the world. This comes from a very unsuspected source. Uh, Joy Reid the other day (laughs) saw a headline from uh, CNN, and uh, it was about DeSantis. It was about Ron DeSantis. and they were, he was talking about the civilian. What was he going to? He was going to do a civilian force. It's a, like a civilian National Guard, a state National Guard. And so Joy Reid from MSNBC gets a hold of that. Yeah, I think it was two hundred soldiers. If I'm not mistaken, it's a very small number. Small, by the way. yeah. So Joy Reid from MSNBC tweets out, "So y'all know, <laughs> this is fascisty bananas, right?" Uh. No. Fascisty bananas. Sarah Silverman. I love this so much. Hard to believe because she's as left as you can probably get. Uh, definitely Remember, a, a Democrat. Sarah Silverman has suggested it's time for a national divorce. Right. Okay. Right. Stop twisting my arm. So here's what she tweeted out uh, because the article explains it and it explains that 26 states have this. Right. Fascisty. Uh, stuff going on. There's been fascisty bananas going on right now. Uh-huh. Uh, and Silverman tweeted out, please read the article before you post this stuff. Uh-huh. Truth has to matter. Yeah. Are you kidding me? How about that? Wow. Thank you, Sarah Silverman. Eh, pay a little credit where credit is due. Yep. Uh, so his proposal is a new civilian military force. And and yeah, you're right. It's a it's a small one. And what happened was uh, in World War II, Florida's National Guard was called up and sent overseas to fight. And so they're like, well, okay, we need a. Uh, I think we need some forces here just in case yeah. we have a disaster or there's people who need extraordinary help. So let's do a state force, which they did, and then they disbanded. And now he's talking about maybe bringing it back. But because Joy Reid. Mm-hmm. Her gut reaction is to despise anything a Republican does. Mm-hmm. She sees this and tweets that out. And, and to her credit, Sarah Silverman actually read 
the story and gleaned, this is a crazy concept, gleaned some facts from it rather than just react emotionally. Why would you do that? I stop. Who, who does that? Who does? Nobody does nobody that. Nobody does this. <laughs> nobody. It's like a Stu's shirt that says, uh, learn, then protest. <laughs> the order is important. <laughs> That's a good one. So you could also apply that to read the article, then post uh-huh. something about it. Yeah. The order is is important. But the Babylon Bee did a great job of uh, taking that news and running with it uh, about uh, oh, yeah. Governor DeSantis. Here's the headline. DeSantis leads Florida military into Germany to liberate unvaccinated concentration camps. <laughs> I like that. That's a good idea. Thousands of Florida State Guard soldiers were seen landing on German beaches this week following orders by Governor DeSantis. To liberate the concentration camps filled with unvaccinated German citizens. Och nine! <laughs> the Florida men are here! cried the German army as they abandoned the beach and ran for the hills. I love it. Within minutes, the Florida State Guard had taken the beach and begun moving inland. All right. From the mobile, mobile command center on the beaches of Normandy, Ron DeSantis was coordinating the liberation of unvaccinated Germans <laughs> when two perfectly tanned Florida soldiers threw a scarred-looking private at the governor's feet. Scared-looking private. They, they threw a scared-looking, not scarred, that would be two hours. Yeah. They threw a scared-looking private at the governor's feet. We caught this pansy vaccinating himself in the barracks, sir. <laughs> At publishing time, DeSantis had liberated all unvaccinated Germans and was distributing life-saving monoclonal antibody treatment. Look at that hero. <laughs> I was reading, speaking of this, I was reading this morning about this gum with plant-based protein in it that protects you uh, against COVID at a rate of 95%. Did you see that? Did you read the one? You see it in the paper? Chewing gum will save you, Jay. Come on. New type of gum that's been found to nearly eliminate transmission of coronavirus by neutralizing the virus in the person's saliva. That's crazy. Team of scientists led by Penn State University infused gum with a plant-grown protein found it uh, found that it traps the SARS-CoV-2 virus. Mm. The protein known as ACE2 prevents the virus from attaching to a host cell in the human body. Mm. Wow. Is it, I want this gum. Right. Is this a private company that did this? Uh, is this Donald Trump uh, supported? Because really if Trump good. likes this gum, then so help me, we have to make sure that this is totally ridiculed, mocked. We've got to get rid of it out of our consciousness. Yeah. <laughs> gum that cures coronavirus. <laughs> fun chewing your horse paste gum. Good luck. <laughs> Dummy. Plus, it's cinnamon flavored, which uh, oh. sounds good. Not reduce not viral entry by ninety-five percent. Would you rather have that or the vaccination shot? Hmm. I wonder.